What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on our new release day of Thursdays, not Tuesdays anymore. We had a slight little uh, scheduling change. If you missed it from our announcements last week, new episodes of Team Chat Podcast, as a reminder, are now going to be coming out on Thursdays instead of Tuesday mornings. Why? Well, because we record usually on Sunday mornings, and it kind of started to be kind of a, a bit of a crunch. We don't like crunching our video games development, and we sure as shit don't like crunching yeah, our podcast development. We are anti-crunch in this house. No crunch. So uh, we decided, hey, give ourselves a little bit more time to get the, uh, the episodes out there and ready. It means that we can pull more clips for social media and different things like that. We'll do more stuff with it to promote and use for later. So, hey, we thought that might be a good idea all around. So we're trying it out, and we're releasing on Thursdays from now on. But where you can listen to those episodes? Well, hey, you can listen to them on podcast services around the World Wide Web. Watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. And also, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join our Discord where we're having a lot of great conversations, gaming and non-related, when we're not here recording the show. And finally, if you'd like to help support the show, just like our patrons, Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Fuchsia Rascal, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done well, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where it's for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show, and in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general to- Thursday release. Oh, <laughs> close call. That was a close Almost call. Almost got me on that one. <laughs> our general Thursday release. And uh, you also get access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery. Uh, members at our $5 Patreon tier get early access to not only the video and audio of the episodes, but anything extra that we create and produce gets uh, out to you guys early as well. But if you can't do that, that's no big deal at all. We totally understand. There are a lot of other great ways that you can support the show for free, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews, subscribing wherever you're listening to or watching the show. You know, just being a fan out there in the world for the old TCP, well, that helps the show be bigger sure and does. better. And for that, we are truly grateful and love each of our patrons, viewers, and listeners alike. Heart emojis. Big heart emoji. And with all this fa- exciting news about the show coming out on a different day, forgot to introduce, do our little introductions. I am one of your hosts, oh. Jared Wilson, joined across the table to my right by Rachel Moe. We should just stop introducing ourselves. Right? People know who we People, are. This oh, they know. People, you know. If you're new, you'll find out eventually. Yeah, you'll we'll drop context out. clues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll refer to each other at some it's point. It's on the video. Like, it comes true, up in a not, box. The audio <laughs> listeners don't have that. They, they, They're they sitting know. around being like, who are these voices? Well, we we call each other by name sometimes. I know. This is something <laughs> about context clues. Like, they'll eventually be able to pick us up. <laughs> so, I agree. No more eventually. names. No more introductions. But before we get into the main topic of the day, because we're throwing it back to a good old list today. Haven't yeah. done one of those episodes in a while. But before we get into that, let's get a little bit of news and what's coming out soon in our moment with Mogan. Okay. Backtracking just a little bit for the only game I care about, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus? Arceus. Arceus. I don't know how people are saying it. What? I say Arceus. So, Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, is out for Nintendo Switch now. It's actually getting a lot of good buzz, which I'm very happy to hear. And you're waiting on this one, right? You haven't picked this one up day one? I I haven't picked it up yet, mostly because I, I've kind of committed to I have to finish Kina yeah. before I go and buy a new game. Otherwise, I never will. So I'm trying to finish Kena, excuse me, Bridge of Spirits, and then I'll go and get Pokemon Legends Arceus. Nice. Uh, and then coming very soon and or out now, depending on also out this, I'll just change it to also out this okay. week. <laughs> Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Ah, yeah, love to nice. see Life is Strange for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Basically everything except for the Switch. Man, I saw some screenshots. Does it look good? It looks good. Oh, damn. 
It looks really good. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Any excuse to play it again. Uh, The Waylanders is out for PC. Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishments. Whoa. Sounds way more extreme than just crime and punishment. Crimes. (laughs) That's out specifically for the Switch this week. Okay. I think it's a port. I feel like it's an old game. Oh, okay. It might be. Uh, Dying Light 2 Stay Human is out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Ollie Ollie World is out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, etc. (laughs) And then next week, a game that you and I actually both care about, Seafood. Oh, man. I did just see a tweet before we started recording. It was like seven days away, and I was like, oh, Oh, no, it's so close. It's so close. (laughs) Seafood is coming out for PS5, PS4, and PC, not for any other consoles. So Seafood for PlayStation and PC only is out next week, and I'm actually very excited about it. See, everybody's losing their minds about, oh, my God, we're going to lose exclusivity, or we're going to lose... Call of Duty on PlayStation because Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard and what are you guys complaining about? You get Sifu exclusive yeah. on on the on the old PlayStation. Call of Duty you know what anyways. I mean? Like, come on, come on, just making up problems for yourself at this point. Oh no! I was actually trying to knock it off because it kept lightly hitting the chair and it was driving me crazy. I didn't mean to do it that ferociously, but I couldn't find the strap. It's okay. It's okay. Whatever. Just, you know, you can be angry sometimes. It's fine. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see the stuff about speaking of Dying Light Two? Which has been a game that like has always been in my like periphery of like wanting to try at some point. I've because never had that urge. <laughs> it, it, like it looks like the only reason that kind of brings me and I haven't tried it is because like I tried Dead Island, another like zombie survival game and stuff like that, and I just did not like Dead Island. I'm just at all. so sick of zombies. But that kind of too, they have sl- like slackened off this like lately. Oh, I feel like sure. they've kind of dropped yeah, yeah. off in the terms of popularity in games. Although we did just get Back for Blood and now this one too, so I don't know. But did you see the stuff about Dying Light too? Apparently, like if you want a full completionist run of it. It's like 500 hours. Oh, my God. No, I did not see that. But the, So then the company Techland had to come out, or the developer Techland had to come out later and be like, no, 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 no. But if you just want to do like the campaign, it's like 50 hours or something. I mean, well, a 50 which hour is like, campaign. that's normal. That's good. For yeah. like a big open world game like that, they had to be like, no, no, no. It does not take 500 hours for every single player to beat the base game. Uh. It takes this long. And like had to do this huge like PR thing oh my to God. like be like, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Don't time. freak out. Don't freak out. Because everybody was like, 500 hours? What? <laughs> you know, really, they should just go for the gold. Just be yeah, like, just you be know like, what? Yeah, This is a game for the big completionists out there who just want to spend we're, hours we're upon hours. We're making this only for them. Nobody else buy this game. Get out of here. It was, very, it was very kind of a funny, like, why are we making this a big deal? But whatever. We, it's neither here nor there. But you know what is a big deal? And what we should be making a big deal about. What? Oh, yeah. Okay, I know what Is that is. last week, we're still adjusting to this new... T- release schedule so i know this is old news at this point but i'm excited about yeah it we don't care it's, uh, it's still news to us it's still news to us and it still got me excited and i am just staying awake dreaming about the possibilities because it was announced from ea that respawn is heading up the development of three new star wars titles three three from that's one studio respawn crazy. now granted, they're like working like i know one of the titles is a strategy game that's going to be a uh, like used from X, past XCOM devs. Right, right, right. And it, at, over at the stu- new studio, Bit Reactor, which actually literally just got founded, and this is like their oh. first thing. Oh, So that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we're getting three new Star Wars games from Respawn or with Respawn de- uh, Respawn's... Uh, Subsidiaries? Word? No, yes, th- sure. Like involvement, the Respawn's involvement. Gotcha. That's the word I was looking for. It's still early. Um, but anyway, 
So the three games are a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. I'm really excited about that. Which I'm very that. excited about Even that, Even though too. I actually have not played the game, but it's I know you game. have. I just think that it's great that it got good enough reception to warrant a formal sequel. I mean, it was... I think that's awesome. Like, as far as a standalone, like, single-player adventure with excellent combat and everything, like, it's it's the Star Wars game that I've been wanting for yeah. forever. So it was so good to have that. Um, so getting a sequel for that... Super exciting. Awesome. That's that's Thumbs A plus up. news right there. Second game that is a yet untitled first person shooter, Ooh. which <laughs> that has me. Okay, that is only exciting because it's it's basically come out through the news and all this too. As more has come out, like this is not going to be Battlefront three. Okay, good. That's I was like, I was about to just say like yeah, another battle. It's not going to be Battlefront three. <laughs> Battlefront free three. I can't say it. I'm having a hard time today. But anyway, it's not going to be that. It um I'm hoping it's gonna harken back more towards like the dedicated first person shooter games of like the older like the Dark Forces. Granted, obviously like new, but like how that was just like, like still a single player still game. Still a single player but um, first person. You know, obviously like if it's yeah. a single player, I hope it has a multiplayer. That'd be fun to like run around in a in a Star Wars sandbox shooting at other people. Sure. Yeah. I'm not gonna have a problem with that. Um, but yes, I'm hoping it is like a not battlefront where it is like a multiplayer focused one with a campaign side part to it. Cause the campaign of battlefront two, I'm sorry. It just was not that good. Uh, I played actually, through it and the DLC story of it for it and everything. Not great. It just was kind of, it seemed very rushed. I feel like I saw a tweet recently or something where EA confirmed this. This is I'm probably just talking out my ass, but I feel like <laughs> I saw something where they were like battlefront two or three or whatever isn't going like isn't happening or isn't going to have the characters from the more recent uh trilogy movies rogue one not rogue one oh, daisy like the, ridley the, the, yeah, what yeah, are they called yeah, Ray, what Finn. are we calling that the sequels the sequels sequel era. okay so I, I i feel like i saw something where they were not going to do that and i was like oh okay fine cool yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear any of that. I don't know. So, but yeah. So I, I, I hope it's something more like that. Like I tweeted with, with the news. I was like, oh, a new first person shooter, you say, would be a great time for old Kyle Katarn, hero of Dark Forces, to uh, once again step, his step back, back into canon. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really fun. That I mean, that I would honestly kind of like lose my shit about that. That'd be really fun. Um, we also, though, this week, as like, like, hey, you're getting new Star Wars stuff, but remember what could have been. We actually got some unreleased previously unreleased footage of Star Wars 1313 this week oh. also that showed Boba Fett chasing his quarry through the underworld of Coruscant. And it looked, granted, unfinished. There were a lot of like rough areas, but yeah, still yeah. just kind of like, man, man, that would have been a cool game. That's that would have been a cool game. So, uh, you know, counting the wins, but also taking an L in there. <laughs> you also got to take a knee, pour one out. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a good time. And I can't wait to see. The uh, first person shooter is... is uh, also being worked on by past Medal of Honor devs okay. and everything like that too. So like a good a good uh, backing there in terms of the development that's being brought to that. So yeah, uh, and and Fallen Order Two is going to be headed up by Stig Asmussen, who is the director for the first game as well. Oh, so it's going to okay. be lots good, of good. good stuff. Returning uh, strong developers and everything to like what I hope bring us more Star Wars goodness. So good it's, for respawn. It's going to be, gonna be really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that news. So the. Big things to look forward to years away because all of these games are uh, oh, like the, early, the first person shooter and the strategy. Like I said, Bit Reactor literally just got founded. Like it's early. Like this, it's going to be a couple years down the road. They're probably still going through like onboarding and orientation. Right. <laughs> they're probably like, okay, I don't so even... as you guys sign your your human resources packets, note that we do need work started on this game. We need you to chop, chop. <laughs> 
the last tiny bit of news, and again, this isn't really news because it was just a tweet, but one of the developers and or directors of Elden Ring did confirm they came out on Twitter and they were like, we, we just want to say about the difficulty, more people are probably going to beat Elden Ring than other Soulsborne's games. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Honestly, thank God. A, a chance. chance. <laughs> I know that they're not actually that hard if you practice. I don't want to practice. <laughs> I just, I just want to place mean, through it. I still don't think I'm ever anticipating that. I'm, unless I just choose. The only way I see myself doing like a soul playing a Souls game again or like Elden Ring is if it was like a stream challenge thing. Just like watch oh, me yeah, suffer yeah, yeah. for like two hours. I'm actually quite interested in Elden Ring. It is one of the few games that I very much wish I had a PS5 to play mm. because I feel like it's going to be the PS5 experience is just life We've years better. We've got to get you on that PS5 I know. Life. I would like, love to. I know. Like, like, I, I'm just saying we need to like make that. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I would just love to get one. <laughs> if you, get you or one. someone you know has a PS5 they're selling at a reasonable cost, let me know. Because like that's what it bummed me out. You were talking about like you're, we were playing with you. Uh, I was playing with you and your brother the other night and you were talking about how you saw like graphical issues and oh, stuff yeah. happen with Kana. Kana for I'm like, sure I'm sorry that, that your experience was like tarnished. Yeah. By so that's what makes me nervous about getting Elden Ring for my PS4 because I'm like, I know it's not going to be the good experience, the better yeah. experience. So I might wait and just like save Elden Ring for when I actually get a PS5. But who knows when that'll be? Hopefully soon. We yeah. got we got to get a, we got to get work yeah, on that someday. Everyone, team chat crowd, come on, let's get her help up. out. Let's help her get come out. on. <laughs> yes, <fine. laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, today we are jumping into like I said. A list topic as our main topic of the day, which we haven't done one of these in a really long haven't. time. It's been so a while. good to jump back to yeah. it. Uh, this one was actually suggested by one of our patrons, uh, Elise F. Oat Pancakes, over on the old uh, Discord. We where she asked listen to you guys. Yeah. Every she now asked and in then. our Rogues Gallery chat, uh, which you can be a part of for being a patron as well, if we've ever done a topic talking about our favorite video game pets which jared and i obviously love real pets we've got yes. the producers and then yep. i have my baby boys at home yep so we are big fans of kitties big and puppies fans. and everything in between so why wouldn't we talk about the ones in video juegos that we love so dearly yep because i gotta say like that's a gimmick in a game that will instantly get me I'm oh like, yeah yeah for well, like sure. there's whole re there's whole twitter accounts that are can you pet the dog in yeah it's like, it's a very important it's thing. It's very important. And so it's time that we weigh in on this very important topic. It really is. Um, I thought, I mean, when she said that originally, I was like, I don't think we've done that. But I feel like we've done something adjacent to pets that almost carries over. And I was right. Companions? Uh, we did Creatures. Oh. Favorite video oh, game, Creatures. Oh, okay. Way back when, in episode 110. What did I we thought talk it was about? so much sooner, yeah. but more recent Jeez. than that. I thought it was like... I think that was a couple months ago. No, episode 110. Oh my gosh. So uh, literally years ago. Literally years ago. <laughs> and I did go back and look through it. Uh, the ones that you chose for your favorite video game creatures were the Chocobos from oh, Final Fantasy. Oh, huh. Chows oh, from, from Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. And Lumas. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know what's funny? I thought about talking about both Chows and Lumas again, yeah. so I clearly totally <laughs> forgot that I had already talked that about That would been really funny if I like brought this up and was like, you talked about Chows and Lumas, and you're well, like, well, strap in, I'm about well, to do it again. Settle in, everybody. <laughs> no, I actually thought of three different ones, one of which is at least a, actually, you know what, two of which. Two of which are very much formal pets. Same. So, yeah. And one of mine is kind of like a, oh, that's different. Yeah. I was, I, I honestly, though, I had to kind of like think about it and I'd be like, what are the pets? Cause I kind of was thinking, I was like, man, I don't really play a ton of stuff that I feel like, 
like I'm not playing an MMO where you can have like a, a pet travel with you or like a mount or yeah, different yeah. things like that. Um, you know, so I was like going back to like my old, the old like RPGs and whatnot that I play. And my choices from the last one, because, and I almost duplicated as well, were Sinu, Senu from your eagle in Assassin's Creed oh, Origins. Right, right, I remember um, that. But I almost wanted to do the Raven from Valhalla, but I was like, oh, that's too similar. It's like, too similar. Like, <laughs> another Valhalla bird. It's another bird. An AC bird. Uh, the Mabari Hound from Dragon Age, which are like the like warrior oh, dogs that you can yeah, like train yeah. and have with you. Can even be party members in Dragon Age games. And then uh, just horses from like Red Dead. Just horses from <laughs> General how, like, horses. Because of like how in Red Dead especially they are given a little bit more of like I feel like a character to them. Kind of like how in Breath of the Wild you can like train yeah. them and get them familiar with you. So it's more like horses as like that steadfast overall video game companion. Like yeah, you, yeah. You I can't gotcha. like there's so many games out there in the world that you're playing but you're playing on horses. But talking about specifically pets. What kicks off your list? So real quick, this is just an honorable mention, and I'm only bringing it up because I have it at the at my fingertips. Sure, sure. I've been playing this little mobile game called Post Night 2 recently. It's exactly what it sounds like. You're a mailman that happens to also be a knight. Hell yes. They do give you an... Is this a follow-up to the hit any game Lake, where after you're done being the mailman? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, tragically. Uh, but they do give you this extremely adorable... Look at my little salamander. Oh my He's God. so cute. He's technically a little enemy, but you can like, not all of them are bad. So you can adopt one. And he says, bap, bap, <laughs> bap. <laughs> he's so cute. So oh, I man, named that's fun. He's a salamander. So I named him Slamander <laughs> with like no vowels. <laughs> so Slamander the salamander is nice. my current favorite pet from a mobile game. But I actually wanted to start out with my, uh, kind of like my, not formal pet because it crosses a line of are they pets or are they laborers? <laughs> I bet you could guess who they are. Oh, Pikmin? Oh, yeah. Pikmin. Oh, man, I'm so good. <laughs> yeah, so it's for sure Pikmin. And I was thinking about it really hard because I did obviously think about doing the rot from Kana. I thought about that too, but that was my that was my thing. They're more of a companion yeah, rather they're, than a pet. They're more, so the rot specifically, I wanted... Although I guess pets are companions, so like, what am I, you know? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's not that big of a distraction, but like, yeah. I, I want to kind of specifically outline the reason that I didn't go with the rot and it does primarily have to do with cuteness because yeah. while they're very very useful and they were clearly designed to be cute like they knew they were going to try to sell some plushies I'm not going to lie I kind the rot kind of creeped me out and I <laughs> and I and I finally figured out why like I've identified the thing about them that I realized that's what makes them seem kind of creepy to yeah. me their teeth Oh, too human? They're, un they're, they're uncannily <laughs> human teeth. So if they just had mouths and like their giant eyes and yeah. no teeth, I would find like Toothless, the yeah. dragon. Yep. No teeth equals better pet. <laughs> the fewer teeth, <laughs> no the bites. better. Loomis don't have teeth. They don't even have mouths. Yeah. Pikmin have no mouths, but the rot have mouths full of realistic looking teeth. And it's like, mm, no, no, <laughs> not, a not a fan of this at all. So that's what disqualified the rot from sure. being talked about as favorite pets. Pikmin, on the other hand, I'm going to go ahead and kind of categorize them as pets because you do actually, like, they are with Olimar and, and Louis uh, forever, yeah. question mark. Because, like, they go into their ship that follows your ship around the planet. Mm -hmm. So, sure, they have their... Actually, in the second game, they just live in your ship. 
Oh, they don't even come out. The purple and white ones live in your ship. The other, the other three, the blue, the red, and the yellow ones still have their little separate pods sure. that follow you around. But the purple and the white ones in Pikmin 2 specifically, they live in your ship because they have nowhere else to go. But my point being, Pikmin, I feel like, fall into the realm more of pets because they are too stupid to survive on their own. <laughs> God, they're dumb. When you encounter them in the wild, you're like, these dumb bastards. <laughs> these these little idiots. They cannot survive on their own. So that's a reason they kind of they follow you around like pets. They yeah. don't like if you're not with them, they will try to find you. They're like, Father, where have you where gone? You? <laughs> so so that's the reason that I think, like, yeah, they count as pets. And they're obviously the best because they're just cute. They have a little leaf on their giant heads mm -hmm. that are disproportionate to their tiny little bodies. <laughs> they actually do have like tiny little hands and tiny little feet, but yeah. on their just little blob forms, they're adorable. Huge eyes, no mouths. That's the recipe for true cuteness. And then the leaf, if you feed them appropriately and you care for them, it turns to a little flower bud. Aww. And then if you continue to care for them and they become strong, as strong as they can possibly be, it becomes a little white flower Aww. it's adorable so sweet my favorite of the pikmin are obviously the big fat purple pikmin from yeah. pikmin 2 in pikmin 3 they introduced the pink flying pikmin and rock pikmin both of which i dislike <laughs> i do i do not enjoy them <laughs> no one liked that mostly because they replaced purple pikmin the best pikmin with a rock and mm. it's like no there was nothing wrong with the purple pikmin I don't need this get it he was like a tiny sumo wrestler what an excellent little Pikmin. Yeah. And his it, their only power was like, you throw, they heavy, they smash. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love everything about this. The pink Pikmin were actually pretty cute. I just didn't, I, I didn't like Pikmin 3, sure. <laughs> so I have a natural bias. So didn't love Pikmin 3. Those two Pikmin get disqualified. I think not including purple Pikmin. My other favorites are probably the yellow ones because they're one of the few other colors that had a functional change yeah. between Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2. Water and, excuse me, blue and red Pikmin have always been either immune to fire or immune to water, depending on their color. Yellow Pikmin, in the first game, I think their skill was that they were immune to electricity. Mm -hmm. And then in the second game, they got a few upgrades, like they were the lightest weight, so you could throw them the oh. highest. And they also became bombers, like they were the only color that could pick up bombs and throw them at other things. So yellow Pikmin get like a little bit of a kick up because they actually learned, they adapted. <laughs> they were like, all right, smart. yeah, they could probably maybe survive on their own. Red Pikmin, no, no, they're dead, dead yeah. in the water. Blue Pikmin, they're dead in the fire. <laughs> they, they, they can't do either. So yeah. purple Pikmin and yellow Pikmin, I think are my favorites. And Pikmin all around are just good little friends. They are loyal to the death, which is why you have to go on the no-kill run, the, the pacifist run, to yep, preserve yep. all of your Pikmin, and if a single one of them dies, you have to start the day over again. And uh, that's a game... It's how uh, everyone plays. Yeah, unlike Dishonored, which, like, I might someday do a non-pacifist run, I'll never not do a pacifist <laughs> run One Pikmin, Pikmin can never die. I have to save all <laughs> of my Pikmin. <laughs> they will not be perishing under my watch. So, Pikmin, obviously. Nice. Number three. Number three. Oh, well, my number three is one from a game that I have yet to finish still. Honestly, 
don't know if I'm going to. <gasps> Wait, can I guess what it is? Sure. Katana Zero. No, Katana Zero. I, <laughs> I loved. think you like, that game, game was great. <laughs> a game that you're not sure is it, and it's one that you're. It was one that I was excited for. Came out last year. Was excited last for it. Year. And then I like played it for a good a handful, good handful of hours. Like I want to say, like I had to have hit like the thirty hour mark on it. And I'm kind of just like I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. If I do, I'm going to like straight up just streamline the main story and not do anything else. Probably not Hades then. No. Streamline the main story and nothing else. Is it a shooter? It's an RPG. It RPG. is a shooter. To oh a God. Uh, Control. No, there's that one too. <laughs> I know. I, I I give up. Uh, the it is the automaton from Biomutant. Oh, okay. So yeah, Bi- Biomutant. Gotcha. Uh, game I was super excited for. Uh, all about and everything. It just looked like it was going to be this fun, like woodland post-apocalyptic woodland RPG, survival RPG, where you get to like create your own like weird genetically mutated creature who then gets to further genetically mutate itself as you progress through the game. It looked like a blast. But uh, the main story, while intriguing, the side quests and other activities outside of the main quest get very repetitive. Ooh, a bit, and a bit much. Like they're the same style of puzzle, but just packaged differently. I, yeah, that's no fun. I don't it's like one of those either. things that's like, I understand what you're trying to do with the ambition of the game, but I feel like it kind of like outgrew its base of what it needed to be. Its Sometimes scope. it's okay for a game to be short. Yeah. You can just have a short game. So I just kind of feel like I kept like really doing the same thing. Yeah. So that was disappointing. So like I said, if I go back to it, it'll be to just like mainline this rest of the story and gotcha. finish her up. But the automaton is your little buddy, uh, robotic grasshopper <gasps> pet who Cute. travels along with you. Robots are awesome, right? Everybody cool loves a robot. He's got like pet. the robot eye, red yeah. robot eye, stuff like that. But it's a little tiny grasshopper. Cute. Uh, as you progress through the game, though, you do have the ability to upgrade him and give him some upgrades, such as uh, like he can be a flashlight automatically as a flashlight. But then he can give you health boosts later on. Uh, can be become a glider for you when you're dropping from big from great heights. And also can uh, have a turret on him, which is a turret. Honestly, wow. the best because is he's so tiny? tiny. He's so <laughs> oh tiny. That's what's funny is like during the actual gameplay, he's so tiny you really can't notice, don't oh, notice him that much. Awesome. And you can just more use him for his upgrades and various things, like uh, giving you your health boost when you're in battle. But when you once you do get the turret on him, you'll be running around doing your fighting, jumping around, doing your all your craziness, and then you'll start just seeing these little. Pew, pew, pew. Like little <laughs> lasers coming from this like tiny speck in the oh, corner of your screen. Oh, that's awesome. You're like, you do you, little you automaton go. buddy. That's adorable. <laughs> I love everything about that. What so, a fun time. Uh, so yes, while he's not visually impactful or, te- you know, or anything like that, like he's a great support buddy, helps you out. And, uh, you know, obviously though, gives a lot of joy, but seeing his little pew pews, <laughs> he's uh, helping you out. So in cute. So I, I, I had to that. give a shout out to the automaton, even though, not the biggest fan of the game itself. I mean, the fact that you can see its bullets, but not even really it, that's that's wonderful. Right. I really wish, I just keep thinking about the rot and how I would have improved them if I had been in charge of that game. Well, see, but the rot also, I didn't necessarily count as as um, as pets. As pets, yeah. because they were definitely more like their companions. Because especially like you're rescuing them, they're this old, yeah. like, this this like creature that you're like rescuing. So it felt kind of weird to be like, you're my pet now. It also, so, I like, also get the sense that like after the events of Kana end, they probably stay in the forest. Like that's probably because they're little spirit Because that's where they live. Yeah, that's probably like their home. So unlike the yeah. Pikmin who can travel Well, see, around. and I almost considered it thought as a, as a pet for this one. But again, it, be relegated to a companions episode is uh, BD1 from Jedi Fallen Order because, you know, he's a little, 
Oh, look at him. He's, he's a little so tiny guy. Cute. And he does the same thing as the automaton. Like, he throws you, he doesn't help in fighting, but he, like, still, you know, throws up, gives you, like, health stems and various yeah. things like that, and, and, like, helps you unlock crates and stuff like that. So, definitely call him more of a companion than a. But he is ooh, he darn. My oh, my God. Woo. He's a tiny little guy. I think Put he would have lived. Up there. But, uh, but, yeah, so I thought about that. Bowls be your number two. So my number two is an obvious shout out to a time before. Ooh. The before, the before times. times. When video games were still young and Congress was debating whether or not they'd turn you violent. <laughs> <laughs> they still are, so not much has changed. So but. it's a beloved really pet but also companion but also family that i think many gamers will go yes excellent choice it has to be ipona from the legend of zelda oh okay link's faithful steed ah see and you were giving me crap about doing horses i know creatures but that's (laughs) so specific horse horses in red dead that could be any horse oh there we go Big old pop. Yeah, big old pop of the knuckle. Uh, Epona specifically because she has become a series staple. Epona first debuted in Ocarina of Time. Okay. Back on the, what, the SNES or the... Ocarina of Time's N64. N64, yeah. Yeah. N64, back on the N64. And she's had many appearances since then. Some of which she's just like an unnamed horse, but you can tell by the coloring and the fact that she's right near Malin, the ranch girl. Yeah. uh, That it's like, oh, that's clear. And isn't Epona like a, a light, like kind of like a grayish blue color? No, or? Epona is like a beautiful chestnut brown. Okay. And then she I'm has totally a white a mane and tail. Okay. Yeah. And then I think little white booties, I think is her general coloring. But Epona has been in, I would say the majority of mainline Legend of Zelda games since Ocarina of Time. She made it into Majora's Mask. Uh, in both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, she is specifically a horse that, or at least in Ocarina of Time, she's a horse that you actually raise because Ocarina of Time, you know, you have young Link and then adult sure, Link. Sure. So you first meet Epona when she's a little filly, just a little baby Aww. horse. And then when you time jump into the future, she's an adult horse and she's like, greetings, Link. I am ready for battle. And you're <laughs> Jump like, upon my back and I shall kill. <laughs> You You're like awesome. I love, it. I love this. Uh, she's also typically managed slash owned technically by Malin of mm-hmm. Lon Lon Ranch. Uh, she also is a good enough pet to have her own theme. Epona's cool. theme is actually like like a real song. It's I'm sure I'm not doing it well enough, but uh, it's beautiful. Everybody loves Epona's theme, and that recurs in basically every, not all of them, but almost every game from there. I think she even makes an appearance in Minish Cap. She's for sure in Twilight Princess. Epona is a big presence in Twilight Princess. And in Twilight Princess, to call her, you actually like grab up a thing of, I think it's just called horse grass or like <laughs> call grass. And it's shaped like a horseshoe. So it's like, oh, that's, oh, that's obviously horse grass. <laughs> but it's like a reed that Link blows on and it sings Epona's tune and it calls her to How you. Fun. It's awesome. So so Epona's in Twilight Princess. I think that's probably my favorite presence of hers. But I was always lamenting that she wasn't in Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. because Breath of the Wild takes the Red Dead approach of look at all these horses yeah, you can horses have. Yeah, just horses for days. They're just have, horses yeah. for days. So quick shout out to Speckles, my first horse from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I mean, my first horse, Bojack. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) You go after pop culture references. I'm like, horse has spots? Speckles. Speckles. (laughs) Of course. And then later I got the fancy white horse that I named Francesca. Oh, Francesca. 
Francesca. Nice. My, my true horse. No offense, Speckles, but Francesca is my, my real horse. But you actually can get Epona in Breath of the Wild if you have the amiibo for her. Oh, so if you have one of the special cool. ami- amiibo, you can actually get Epona. And she has like special skills. See, that's a good use of like... Of amiibo. Of amiibo. Yeah, it's a great way to like make it have value to be like, oh, Epona's not in Breath of the Wild. But you can. Bitch, you thought. Because if you get a cool little statue. Yeah, so in uh, Epona in Breath of the Wild, she automatically avoids obstacles. She also um, can leap. You can leap off for a new bullet time, obviously. She can only be obtained using by scanning a specific amiibo with the amiibo rune. When registered, her name is defaulted to Epona and cannot be changed. Nice. So it is clearly Epona, and the stable clerks the stable clerks will refer to her as a legendary horse. She has a unique saddle and bridle upon being registered that cannot be changed. So I love that they were like, oh, we're going to put her in Breath of the Wild and you cannot change anything about her. she is pure. She is a special <laughs> horse that is not for changing. So obviously, Epona has to be my number two best pet in Video Hoyos. Very nice. Yeah. So here's the part where I was kind of like, I, kind of, I feel like this pull is a little bit out of left field. But hear me out because it's it's but it's but also a standard pet. What you would expect a what a standard pet to be. Can I ask a few guessy questions? I, I really do not think there's any way you're going to guess this, but sure. Is it a named pet? Yes. Ooh, is it from a game series I've played? No. Shit. Is it from Far Cry? No. Balls. <laughs> Was I close? Yes. This is X tricky. A game that. You don't get pets in Call of Duty, which is a real failing of the series. Do you, though? Is it from Call of Duty? It is from oh Call of God. Duty. Oh, my God. You get pets in Call of Duty? In Call of Duty Ghosts, yes. As part oh. of your squad, you had your German Shepherd dog named Riley. Oh. Who would, help, who would help you out. Riley counts, though, and crosses the line a little bit that we've established of the pet to companion. Gotcha. In that... Riley is, yes, the first, like, dog companion you have in a Call of Duty game. Previously, in past ones, you could call dogs, attack dogs as, like, a, uh, like, streak, uh, streak reward, kill streak reward gotcha. and stuff in multiplayer. But this is the first time in a uh, campaign mode you had a dog who is both a companion and also playable character at different points in the campaign. Fun. So, in a Call of Duty Ghosts, granted, wow. it has been a long time since I played Call of Duty Ghosts, and honestly... I've almost forgotten about it. But in doing my research for this, I was like, no, wait, I know there's a dog in Call of Duty. Kind of gave myself a little refresher about it. Still not totally clear on the details. So I'm not going to go into all that. That's okay. But that was the cool part and why I wanted to talk about Riley for this list. In that first time, there was a dog pet companion in a Call of Duty game. And also very cool that you got to then play as the dog as Riley to do like some reconnaissance and stuff and like intel gathering and stuff like that in some of the various missions when you're riley and you're doing reconnaissance is part of your shtick that you go up to enemies and they're like oh my god a dog. well no it's like you're and definitely still you. <laughs> you're definitely still trying to like remain ah, hidden so gotcha. it's a whole lot of like creeping under tables okay. and like around stuff and like staying you know stealth stuff i wish but, it were like, just that you just were just a cute distraction <laughs> like send out riley and like it's just a cute dog a little bow tie collar and everybody's like hilarious. oh my god this is the but best no, it, i mean it's technically it's like it's it's a german shepherd with like a tactical vest on <laughs> <laughs> not cute zero out of ten well and then call of duty tries to go and pull the cardinal sin of having a pet in a game 
and Riley does get shot like oh later in the game, God. trying to rescue the main character. But then the main character, like then in turn, rescues Riley. Oh, and Riley's okay. Oh thank God. Don't worry. Ooh. Like Riley lives. Yeah, you scared me for a hot Sorry. second. So Ooh, I had to I, like, put a little bit of drama into this, but Jesus. no, Riley lives. And okay. it's all good. All recovers perfectly fine and is out there in the field. Riley also now is a companion or like to be used in some fashion in Warzone. Like you can have uh, Riley run around with you across the battlefield good. there. So had to give a shout out for Riley due to the fact of like he's special. Holds it as a special boy place in Call of Duty history as the first good dog. as the first dog in Hashtag playable dog in a Call of good Duty Good dog. Game. Yeah. Uh, before we get into my number one, I do just kind of want to briefly circle back to my creatures okay. pick for Chows from Sonic. Sure. So very recently, like weeks ago, uh, I went to Colorado to my new job's home office because mm-hmm. we were having a new guy start on my team, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we want you to come in to actually meet the whole team in person because I work remote now." Come in and meet the whole team. We've got this new guy starting. Want everybody to get off on the right foot. So I'm sure. like, sure, absolutely. So I get to the office on the day that he's starting. And we're like, I actually met him first at a coffee shop because I saw him and the others. And I was like, oh, great. I'll just go join them. But then we were walking into the office and we get to his car. And on the back windshield of his car, he has a decal of a chow. That's incredible. From Sonic. And I was like, is that a chow? from Sonic and he like gave me this look like how do you know <laughs> and I'm like One of are us. you kidding me Sonic Adventure Battle 2 the Chow Garden <laughs> obviously I know the ancient lore <laughs> so we had an instant it was the only decal on his car was the Chow from Sonic nice. and I was like this guy seems alright <laughs> and you're like best friend yeah best friend <laughs> so we had a nice bonding moment and then later me him and one of our other guys who I get along pretty well with who I introduced to Splitgate they were nice. like you're the one that told us about Splitgate, and I'm like, yeah, I know things. You want video game news? I'm cool. You know who to hit up <laughs> on know, the company you know Slack channel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's literally what I told him when we were on the Slack channel. I was like, have you been playing Splitgate? And he was yeah. like, what? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you gotta get in here. <laughs> so, anyways, Chow's from Sonic still relevant. There's still people out there that are all about that yep. Chow life, but that's not my number one. I realized when we were talking about uh, this uh, topic as an idea, I was like, "It now's my chance. Now's my chance to formally talk about something that we have mentioned in passing many times. You could argue that it may or may not be a video game, but I'm counting it. We finally get to actually have a conversation about Neopets. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Neopets, baby. I have had at least three really long-running Neopets accounts, all of which I've eventually lost access to because I forgot my fake date of birth. Because back in my day, when you were creating accounts on the internet, you never used your real name. Right. And you always gave a fake date of birth because like hackers, predators, people will get you. So you never used your real information. But then the site is like, oh, actually, we need that if you want to log back into your account. It's like, oh, well, I can remember my password, but not my fake birthday. So I guess (laughs) RIP to me. So don't remember any of that, but my many Neopets hold a very special place in my heart. My first Neopet was an, I always said Aisha. Some people say Aisha. It is this adore, no, not the actress, Neopets. (laughs) (laughs) Not the real one. This is like the specific, look at her. I had a blue one. Okay, so I was confused here because I did not ever play Neopets. Uh, Uh, So I thought that you were talking about, there is a game where it's like, 
I, am I thinking of the Ten Dogs? I'm probably thinking oh, of the Ten Dogs. Maybe. Like, there was like a game where like you actually like got to like take care of like an actual cat dog kind of thing. That there actually were, I want to think that was like Nintendo Dogs. There were like two so games for the computer a long, long time ago before Nintendo Dogs, just called Dogs hmm. and Cats, and oh. they were two separate ones. And they were actually that would have been a great game to talk about today, but <laughs> damn. Damn, missed opportunity because I played cats like you wouldn't believe. I mean, I, again, I didn't play Nintendo Dogs either. That's just when you said Neopets, that's what I had in my head. Okay, but I'm seeing now that this is actual like alien creatures yeah, or something actual, like that. They're not necessarily aliens. Just like, they're just like because they non-terrestrial. Live, yes, well, they live in the well, world of Neopia. Ah. So in their world, they're actually concerningly humanoid. Oh, <laughs> because like if you actually follow the lore of Neopets and like the comics that they make sure they talk they have sentience they're like real creatures and then the game is like but also they are your pet and oh. it's like huh interesting choice okay okay but this art specifically is the old art from when i first made my account nice so this is an old aisha and the blue one is the best one you can usually the default colors are yellow green red and blue mm -hmm. obviously and those are the ones that you can choose uh i think my aisha's name was mrs knapp because i was like i like naps <laughs> <laughs> You have to keep in mind, I was like probably eight to 13 yeah. during my peak Neopets years. So I had an Aisha, eventually lost my uh, my access to that account. So then I got a Rookie. And my Rookie was the one that I probably maybe still have access to. This is the wrong color, but it's this horrendous bug creature. It looks like a praying mantis, and like a robot praying mantis. Oh, yeah, mantis. it does. It, yeah, it definitely does look like a praying mantis robot mix. Actually, Ro it's like Mega Man and a, and a yeah, praying mantis mixed together. Yeah, it do look like Mega Man. You're totally right. Uh, but Copyright infringement. <laughs> rookies were actually a little bit controversial when they came out because they were one of the new Neopets. Because when Neopets was originally started, Started, they had like, I want to say maybe 15 to 20 of the original designs, like Cybunnies, Usuls, Aishas, yeah. Shoryus, uh, the, the one that just looks like a griffin, which rules the air, the air, the Irie, the, the Irie anyways, they, they're awesome. But then the rookies came out and everyone was like, what the fuck is this ugly fucking bug? And I was like, I love it. I love the ugly bug and I desperately want one. So I was the kind of person that I, you could have up to four Neopets in your account at a time. I never did that i was like no one at a time. you have one at a time what kind of monster is out here why are you dividing your love? dividing your love between yeah. four different neopets so i would just make new accounts every time <laughs> i wanted a new neopet you can actually abandon your neopet oh no so if you have more than one you can actually give yours up for adoption and they like cry and they talk to you they're like are you sure that's terrible oh, yeah it's heartbreaking what the hell the game really incentivizes you not to do that but I obviously never did that because I'm not a monster, but Rookie Neopets just abandoned the accounts entirely. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly you never had to the like face the closure. And it's precisely what I would do. <laughs> so my Rookie was also my favorite. I honestly don't remember its name. Sorry, <laughs> it was just my Rookie. <laughs> it was one of my favorites because I act. It was one of the only Neopets that I managed to get a special paintbrush for, Ooh. which are like ultra rare or rare items, and I got the desert paint paintbrush so i got to give mine a beautiful new skin with this like awesome deserty oh, armor cool. yeah it was super cool loved it to death the rookies don't get enough love i know that they're weird gross bugs but some like your robot bug yeah. tiny robot bug bugs are awesome bugs don't get enough love bugs so a great movie neopets and specifically my rookie from neopets with the desert paintbrush applique 
very cool. 10 out of 10. Neopets in general would recommend if it were still a thing, it's pretty defunct by now. And I'd like the site does not function because it ran, (laughs) it ran on flash. Oh yeah. And when they got rid of flash, it was like, Ooh, I think they're the old days of flash. I think they're trying to make a mobile app, like a thing, but they really got into like the monetization and the microtransactions. So I'm like, no, thank you. I'm not about that life. Unlock another meal for your Neopet. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, no, (laughs) or wait six hours hours for your meal to regenerate oh god yeah so anyways neopets absolutely in its time was a gem i i played neopets so much my parents had to enact hourly parental controls on our computer because we only had the one family computer like it was that era and i had my own account on it but they had to like do the parental lock and it was like after i got to i think it was three to four hours per day (laughs) it would lock me out man three to four hours per day what a life you had i had i had had 30 minutes i frequently i frequently got to that limit and i was like well guess i'll just go die now (laughs) there's nothing else for me now that i can't play neopets (laughs) so i was addicted to neopets and i still would be if i could get into my damn accounts (laughs) tragically they won't let me in (laughs) Well, maybe yeah. one day they'll have, a, they'll have the break, the big relaunch of Neopets, and you'll be able to I revisit. I will happily wait for that day. Uh, F's in the chat for, <laughs> for Neopets for the glory days of Neopets. F's to pay respects for Neopets. <laughs> well, my f- uh, final pet, favorite pet, is actually a fairly new pet, one that I've uh, mi- recently made the acquaintance of. In fact, Ooh. I uh, my feelings toward this pet are the, those similar of Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine Nine, whereas like. I just only have this pet for a day and a half, but if anything happens to it, I will kill everyone in this room and then myself. Is this a guessable one for me? Potentially. Ooh. You already actually said the game it's from, or the series is from earlier when you were trying to guess the Call of Duty. Oh, no. Far Cry. Yes. Okay, yeah. All right, Far Cry 6. Far Cry 6, Thank yes. Thank God. I've talked about this, this pet on the Discord before when like Far Cry 6 was being teased, but how could you not rank as number one pupper Chorizo from oh, Far Cry 6. Its name is Chorizo. He's a little dachshund. Oh my god! <laughs> His little back legs don't work though, so he has wheels. You're kidding me. No. I did I do not remember you ever oh talking about god. this. Google oh yourself god. a picture of Chorizo from right Far Cry now. 6 right now. Whoa. Chorizo and egg is the first thing that comes up. <laughs> <It's> like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, not no. looking Add for delicious Far breakfast. Look at this little, it's like actually a puppy. Yeah. Like it's a puppy he's a dachshund. He's a little dude. Oh my God. And he's got little wheels. This he is helps. the best thing I've seen in weeks. You 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 uh, pick him up from a friend that you meet at, at a, oh my God. in the game. Uh, and then he becomes one of your amigos and travels around with you and like helps oh you in combat heavens. and different stuff like that. But he's a little guy. He's not out there like Boom Boom or, uh, or who's... From also from Far Cry Five, Boomer, a dog that you had as a pet in Far Cry Five, but he comes to Far Cry Six as Boom Boom. Um, good dog, good, good pupper. Not here to talk smack oh, about Boom Boom. Looks a bit but like chorizo, maybe, a, maybe a cattle dog. Yeah, but Chorizo is where it's at in Far Dude, Cry Six this because dog. he's little, he's itty bitty. But what he does, you know. But big surprises come in small packages because he runs around, he distracts guards, and it's so funny. You can like send him to go attack, and he just like runs up to him like what you're talking, and just starts barking at him. Good and dog. They're, and they're like, "Get out of here, dog! Get out of here!" <laughs> then I pop a cap in their skull, and then it's excellent. Done. <laughs> Good job. But, and they're like smack headshot. Anyway, 
Uh, so he does that, which is super cute. Then, but obviously, like, you don't want to get him hurt and all that stuff. So you always call him back out of combat stuff. But if he does actually ever get in combat, it is, he will, like, somehow launch himself and, like, attach to their necks. You see this, like, little dachshund, like, swing around. They're, like, freaking out being like, oh, my God, it's on Oh, me. my God, that's the best. <laughs> but what also ranks Chorizo up there, he also has different outfits. <laughs> And stuff like that that you can put it put on him. One like even has like the studded like spiked collar and stuff oh, like that. So he dog. looks really aggressive. I and saw mean. that in one of these uh, images, his little wheels on his wheelchair have like the spikes coming out of them. Yeah. So cute. And he's got like the, like he's got like a little tool bag on there because his owner's an inventor and, and a mechanic oh, and stuff like that. So he's got okay. like he can carry wrenches around and stuff like that. But the best part about him is that in Far Cry, yes, you do have the ability to pet your pets. Oh, good. When you pet Thank Chorizo God. after you rank him up and like level him up a little bit by completing these small little challenges he has, like distracting us X amount of enemies and stuff like that, you can actually, once you're injured, you can pet Chorizo and it'll heal you. That's... 10 out of 10 i what i had it's not like you push a button and he like gives you a stand petting him heals you i so i had no interest in far cry 6 at all now i am interested okay now i would like to play the game (laughs) i would like to have the chorizo please and i i thought he was one like i because you know far cry is good because it allows for like you don't you're not stuck to like one predetermined path you can like branch out and go on different things i didn't he was actually one of the he was the third amigo I picked up in Far Cry Six. I knew he was always there because like they've been promoting Chorizo. Isn't since one day of the one. other amigos a Gator? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Also, he's the first one I at least got, and he's pretty fun. Awesome. Uh, the the Gator is great too. I like the Gator more than I thought I would. Uh, then I got Boom Boom, and he's good. Boom Boom's really good because like when you get in a car, he jumps through the window and sits next to you. Oh, good boy! It's very cool. uh, but then I got Chorizo, and Chorizo is just where it's. Been. I can understand. I, like, I, there's no giving up the other. I yeah, still haven't no unlocked the other uh, the other pets you can get in the game yet. But I'm just like Chorizo. Why would you need anything yeah, else? I just, Clearly, Chorizo. So he is the cutest little son of a gun ever. And he is. That is a cute I just can't, dog. Can't let anything happen to him. And so Chorizo is. Very, he's new, but my God, he took that number one spot quick. Understandable. I, I totally get it. Uh, I feel like there are probably going to be some people in the comments, uh, Kirok. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? Who are going to be like, what about Skyrim Horse? No, <laughs> we will not talk about Skyrim Horse. <laughs> There's only room for one horse in this episode, and it's a Pona. <laughs> but you had some absolute bangers. I, I'm in love with this dog, this little chorizo pup. Yeah. I desperately want him. Um, if Bromogan doesn't already know about this. He's going to freak out when he Googles it. So absolutely, I, I'm i going to go ahead and change my number one to Teresa. <laughs> you haven't even played as him. And I don't even and know about him. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, some good picks from us today on these Good episodes. suggestion. Yeah. Good this topic great suggestion. One. This is a great topic. One we'll, As we uh, befriend more pets and video games, we will have to revisit in the future. But... You know what? We would love to hear what some of your favorite video game pets are as well. So send us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com. Comment wherever you're listening to or watching the show. Join our Discord and talk about it with us there. We would love to hear from you. But with that, that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Hanging? Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Went a bit Australian there for a second. Don't know why. Uh, But thanks for hanging out with us this week. And we will be back at you next week with another great episode. Until then, I really can't talk today. Until then, we'll see you all next time.